Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Delsing. On the range is brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. Hey, good morning, St. Louis and the rest of the country. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Pearly, what's Arizona like, man? 70, not high clouds, a little little high clouds, but 70 really? and about two-mile-an-hour two two mile winds. So it's it's nice. It's nicer. Yeah, I think it was six here today. It's just brutally cold. Anyway, um, we formatted the show like around the golf. So the first segment is the on-the-range segment, and it's brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. If you need some extra coverage for your car, um, call 866-341-9255 for a free quote. They've got coverage for any vehicle that you have. Um, reach out to us on our social media. Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf Hospitality. LinkedIn is just Jay Delsing, and Instagram is a mystery that we don't know what it is. All right, so we want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue. Their painting and uh, refinishing company is just uh, rocking. If you need any sort of refreshing on your home, anything inside or outside, call 314-805-2132. All right, Pearly, we have an overview of the show. Here are some of the things we're going to cover today. We don't have any interviews today. We've got a whack and chase on the back end of the show, and we have got some co- uh, topics that are going to be fun. I can't wait to dive into these with you from Patrick Reed and, and Rory McElroy and some of the snafus that were happening down at the Farmers Insurance Tournament in San Diego to the USGA and RNA coming out. Jordan Spieth popped his head out this weekend at the Phoenix Open, and uh, Brooks Kepka made an, had an incredible shot at 17. DJ wins over in Saudi. I got a Tom Brady story on the match. I mean, we're on and on and on, Pearly. So um, let's jump in with Patrick Reed, John. Um, I gotta, I gotta say, I just first of all, it's a horrible look as a professional golfer that spent his life on the PGA Tour trying to represent a certain way of playing. And I just thought it was a horrible look. And and the biggest thing, he's not responsible for not seeing the ball, whether it bounced or not, any of that. What he's responsible for is picking his ball up and moving it out of that condition and then calling a rules official. It makes no sense at all. John, you've been with me numerous times. If there's a question, you call the rules official. If there's no question, you can say my ball's embedded. Your playing uh, competitor comes over, takes a look at it, and you both agree you take a drop and move on. But you don't ever, if there's any sort of question, you call an official, and but you don't pick your ball up. You can look at it and put it right back down. Well, we've talked about this a little bit, and each time we talk about it and think about it and prepare for the show, it's more and more disappointing. And I watched the video. There's just so many. There's just so much wrong with it. It's unbelievable. And I liked uh, Randall Chambly's response as well. I think the hardest part for me, I mean, people do things and they're bad things and they're stupid or whatever they are, but there's, where's the officials? Where's the, the governing bodies to kind of put a halt to this? This is twice now uh, with Patrick in the last year or so uh, after he did the, the hero thing down in uh, Nassau, Bahamas. And I just really don't get it. And I'll, I'll tell you, Jay, I also obviously didn't know the rule. I didn't know you could palm, palm the golf ball when you pick it up and kind of 
wipe around in your hand. Well, I you know you can't. Make... You can't. Well, but they... They let him do it, Pearl, because he said he didn't he didn't uh, brush anything off of the ball by doing it. But the point is, you grab it with two fingers, barely touching the ball, just with enough pressure to keep the ball in those two fingers so it doesn't fall out. You look at the condition on the ground, and then you replace the ball. I mean, yeah, I don't know why it's so complicated. And did he just kind of call across the fairway to tell somebody, hey, I'm going to check on this? And that's okay. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Yep, that, yep, part, that okay. part is okay. But, yeah, the, the whole thing was just, plus even kind of the area uh, where it was, um, wasn't overly flat. Why, why do they think it's, I don't know, every, every piece of it just uh, was un, uncomfortable on the whole thing. And, uh, you know, you put the uh, Brad Fable, the uh, PGA Tour official, he's in such a tough situation. You could tell he was anxious with it because he's like, where's your ball? Exactly, and, John. And I've known and, Brad Fables since I've been 24 years old. And I know that he got put in an un, untenable spot. Yeah. So, you know, part of the problem, Jay, is forever it's been a gentleman's sport. It's calling on yourself. It's about honesty. So, you know, that kind of leaves a lot of room for people to take advantage of that. And, you know, I know we're going to talk about some other players down the road, but that's where this gets wonky. It's because it, it, the game's based on that. So when somebody doesn't play within that, there's not necessarily a litany of, of uh, rules and regs on how to kind of take care of it when somebody's just grossly taking advantage of it. And it's, 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 just, it's just sad. It's just a, a sad commentary. But you know one thing? Apparently it didn't bother Patrick because he kept on going and playing pretty damn well. So, Pearlie, I talked to Brandel Chambly, and he feels the exact same way. That, that we do. And I also followed up with what happened with Rory McIlroy. So, folks, if you didn't see it, Rory hit a horrible drive on 18, and he had to lay up short of the water, the par 5, and he bloomed the shot out to the right and went in the right rough. Well, his ball did the exact same thing. It bounced up in the air and then down into the grass. And he was behind trees and had no, no chance of ever seeing it. He did a similar thing that Patrick did that you and I would do if you were there with me and say to the the guy standing around there, guys, did this ball bounce? And they all said, no, they didn't see it bounce. So you might think it's embedded. Rory gets up there and it says his ball's clearly embedded. All right. So he, he says to, he's playing with Rory Sabatini. The two Rory's are playing and he says, Rory, I got to check this ball. And Rory says, fine. And then McElroy says it's embedded. And, and um, Sabatini says, fine. You know, you got a guy like Roy McElroy who's been above reproach for all of these years, and he gets the benefit of the doubt here. Roy goes out, hits it on the green, and, and moves on his merry way. Well, Patrick Reed on Twitter says, Roy, why are you guys giving me such a hard time? Roy McElroy did the exact same thing. And then Roy gets brought into this thing, and he's like, look, my ball was embedded. I don't know what happened. I didn't see it. And then they show him that it bounced in, and he goes, I don't know what happened. But I got there, my ball was under the ground, under the surface of the ground. It was clearly embedded. And so now that that Rory's inadvertently coming to the defense of Patrick Reed, right? And then a day after the tournament, John, a marshal from 18 sends an email to the PGA Tour headquarters saying, I feel terrible about this. Rory's getting embroiled in this Patrick Reed controversy. I stepped on his ball when I was looking for it and was too embarrassed to say something. So the reason Roy dropped because his ball was embarrassed because someone stepped on it. 
I mean, because it oh was embedded. So I didn't hear that. I haven't heard that. You kept that from me as the preparation from the show. I got to act you, smarter than you on this thing, Pearl. Remember. Well, you're you're, def- you're definitely more informed. Whether you're smarter or not, we'll have to talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I was actually thinking. I was thinking that. I'm thinking. I wonder if the marshals didn't see it and all that because you, you, you didn't step on it. But Jay, if you're going to pick a ball up and the marshal's not there and you say it's embedded. Aren't you calling your playing partner over, and is he verifying that, or are you just saying, yeah, okay? John, Remind me. I'm going to tell you, it depends on the player, okay? okay? It depends on the player. And there were certain guys when I played that if they said something like that, I'd have walked over to check it out. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's it's uh, it's not required if you're because it's part of the gentlemanliness and the you know sportsmanship of the game. And but this thing, man, it just rubbed me such the wrong way. And so I, I made a, f- a couple of calls to some tour players and some friends and some caddies. And I was told that Patrick Reed has the highest um I guess he has just an incredible ability to trust himself in all of the things he he does, regardless of the look and regardless of the controversy. And he's able to put it out of his mind and go on his merry way. And that just well, kind of—I mean, I I understand why that uh, works for him, but man, it doesn't help me here. Well, does it work for him? I mean, just the fact that he can blow that off, but. You know, it goes back to then you start dredging up the other stuff back in the college days, yep. whether he took something out of somebody's locker, whether he did this, he took this, he took that. You know, and I don't know. It, it, it It's a, a disturbing pattern of possibilities, let's put it that way. And just just seems pretty pretty strange. Yeah, I bet I bet back to the Rory thing. I bet Rory was really glad about that whole thing. And I watched the, the and watched a couple times the interview and how adamant he was that it was uh, embedded and that when he pulled it up, it had a chunk of mud on it, that it you know, embedded in all of that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, he had to just love being, uh, being part of that whole, whole, uh, whole, whole thing. You know, part of it, we've mentioned this in the past, this is no excuse by a long shot, but sometimes too, when you're really grinding away in any sport uh, and, and, and in competition, you know, it can get the best of you sometimes. And so, you know, whether you know, we hit somebody too hard in a, in a given sport or take an unfair shot when somebody's really doing well to throw them off their game, whatever the case is. There's a lot of different gamesmanship uh, in, in every sport. Um, but, you know, sometimes when it just obviously is crossing the line, people just don't want to put up with it. Yeah, it's it's man, it's a tough one. It is really a tough one. I don't like the way it looked. Um All right, so we've got a tip of the cap segment, and it's brought to you by the Dean team of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. Talk to Colin over there if you need any sort of vehicle. Today, we tip our cap to all the frontline workers, the first responders, hospital personnel, the manufacturers of the vaccine, anyone who has put their own well-being in the background in order to do their job and get other people feeling safe and healthy around town, uh, I mean, around this country. We're getting vaccines out. Uh, Our numbers are going down. This is a a big deal. And uh, we tip our cap to those folks. And we'd like to thank Dean, team of Kirkwood, for presenting the tip of the cap. Uh, Reach them at 314-966-0303. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
Wilson Pools Plus has been beautifying homes in the metro St. Louis area for over 30 years. They're a family-owned, full-service pool company. Whether you want to add a pool, landscaping, patios, or just have them service your existing pools, Wilson Pools Plus can handle any job. You can reach them at 314-421-1301, or if you're calling from the east side, 618-632-2386. You can also check them out on the web at wilsonpoolsplus.com. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In Springfield, contact John Shepard at Appliance World. The phone number is 217-544-8180. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I want to welcome Vehicle Assurance to the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Vehicle Assurance has been in business for over 10 years. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection plan. If you have a car, they have the correct coverage for you. Find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Got Pearly with me in sunny Arizona. Me and I are freezing everything off here in the ESPN studios in St. Louis, and we're going to the front nine. And it's brought to you by, uh, oh my gosh, my great friends at Ascension. The Ascension Charity Classic come in September. Man, I'd like to meet that September weather would be really nice about now, wouldn't it? Oh, man. All right. So, um, so Pearl, before we jump into some of the other topics we have, let's just go back. The um, You had a couple of uh, uh, shots you wanted to uh, toss out there about the Patrick Reed controversy. Well, you know, that, that's the highbrow stuff, the guys on TV and that kind of stuff. But why don't we talk a little bit about what kind of goes on at the country clubs or the weekend public courses and that kind of stuff. Well, we got a couple dollar Nassau going here, there, and everywhere. Uh, some of the, you know, the drops guys take. Uh, sometimes tallying the score gets a little complicated for some folks, apparently. Uh, sometimes uh, we start out a hole with uh, with a Titleist four and end it with a with a Molotar six, and we don't think there's anything we don't think there's anything wrong with it. So I just I just looked a couple of these things up, and, and you and I do relate to this because the characters that we played, those crazy guys down at in Palos Verdes in Southern California during our college days. When, oh my gosh! When when the rules were bent is an understatement, and, and the gamesmanship was consistent. Uh, but one of the ones I looked up that I didn't I didn't know about this. This I'm sure a, a seasoned tour professional like you would though. And uh, Vaseline or chip, chapstick on the driver face. You didn't you ever, know did about ever, that. <laughs> not that I'm going to admit, and you did, and you're admitting it. So tell me about it. What do you know about that? I will say this. Well, John, I grew up in a sports family. Vaseline and and um, uh, chapstick on a baseball is called a spitball. 
I knew you would say go there. That's why I'm throwing you this. Yeah, softball. yeah, and, 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 and oh my there. gosh, John, as a kid, we never put uh, chapstick on our lifts. We put it on our driver. But you know, I had a tough time finding my driver anyway after I hit it. And um, what happened was, um, you could hit some smashes, but man, it was really hard for me to control anything distance wise. But yeah, you put that on the face, and it just cuts down the resistance, and that ball can zoom. Oh, absolutely. All the years I've been around the game, and all the years apparently I've been around you, and I didn't know that, so I just kind of got a kick out of that. Oh, good. Well, um, at least, uh, you know, I could be accused of a lot of things, but you caddy for me a lot of tournaments and never seen me uh, load one up with a jab stick or Vaseline, <laughs> so, you know, I never did that. I never broke that rule. I, I, I wouldn't even have known what to even think or say at that time. So I got, I got one relative to the whole rule thing, too, you know. Uh, playing around, and, and you commented this, whether I've played some pretty interesting golf courses with some pretty interesting characters before. And it's, and it's kind of fascinating. I, I've played at a place in the past where everybody was big on the handicaps because they had some big-time tournaments and money tournaments at the club and that kind of stuff. But much of the year, they rolled the ball, and people are always picking up putts. And rolling the ball meaning fixing their lies uh, virtually everywhere. And I always found that crazy, fascinating. Like, how do you how do you establish a handicap if you're fixing your lies? Can you explain that to me? Well, no. I mean, you know, you know, Pearl. When I I can remember doing the first uh, year at the U.S. Open for Fox, we were at Chambers Bay, and uh, you know there was some issues, none to say the least. But we had a four maybe a five-hour meeting with the USGA and all of us, we Fox broadcasters and, and folks. And I remember standing up and asking Mike Davis, the CEO of the, the USGA, Mike, when are you going to rewrite the rules of golf? And he looked at me. He was offended almost. And I said, he said, why are you asking that? I said, because I've spent my whole life chasing this ball, trying to play by the rules and all this, and they are impossible to understand. And now, bro, you throw TV in there, you know, with all of the different circumstances, you get TV towers, you get all those things. It just, it makes it almost impossible. And I said, Mike, just go to your country club and Watch one hole for 20 minutes and you can see how many rules violations, you know, how many yeah. rules are being broken. God forbid there's a lateral hazard on that hole. That rule gets chopped up. You know, if a guy's ball, you know, you know, bounces in uh, on the other side of the water and it's a yellow hazard, they just go up and drop it up by the green instead of yeah. dropping it one point at last cross. And, and uh, yeah, so, uh, you well, know, some of it's some of it's kind of funny. But that's what I'm saying to the bottom line when we are trying to compete. And, and again, the club players, the, the weekend players, you know, we're trying to kind of use a handicap. But the handicap is predicated on the scores that you shot when you follow the rules. Otherwise, you're going to kind of throw it out the, out, out the window. Here I am out in the desert, for example, and there's the desert rule. So depending on who you play with, it's where it last crossed green and went in the desert, you can drop it. Somebody else says no. You drop it wherever you find it in the desert, you know, straight across if you find the fairway. And it, it just it just kind of floors me. And I think the other thing that's important about it is, and you know I've had this conversation about basketball who's changed and not followed their rules for the last 10 or 15 years. I just think it takes away from the game. And I think it's it's unfortunate because it's part of, it's more a part of the game, I think, than, than we're acknowledging today. 
Oh my gosh, I, I, I don't. I think you're right on. I mean, you know, John, this bifurcation idea. Uh, bifurcation. Sorry, that means the tour is going to have its own set of rules, and then everybody else. You know, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Don't don't not be able to pronounce a word and then tell me what it means. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. I. You know, it's like that coefficient of restitution. I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, oh, it's just a trampoline effect on the face. I'm like, gosh, that's what I'm talking about. We need to clean this up. But um, bifurcation, Pearl. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but it's somewhere close. You know what it is, John? It's having a different set of rules for the guys on the tour. And um, it's, boy, the USGA has run from that. I mean, they have literally run from that up until this point. And so I don't know if it's time, you know, that um, we take a look at that. And, and let's just kind of put a bow on this thing by saying we're all agreeing to, to play by the rules. And we're doing the best job we can. Left to our own devices, you know, we all have different interpretations. It gets really, really tough. Absolutely. That's that's back to that's why it's a gentleman's game, and we've got to do the best we can there, and then we'll we'll make some rulings along the way. And even if we disagree, then let's let's uh, let's agree uh, on on what the the final outcome should be, and and have a beer. Uh, uh, Michelob Balcha and uh, move on. Absolutely. And okay, so Pearl, the week after the Farmers um, event down in San Diego, Torrey Pines is the Phoenix Open just wrapped up this week. What an event we had there! Before we start breaking that down a little bit, <clears throat> DJ. Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, and a few of the other boys, Patrick Reed, were over playing in the Saudi International. And um, what we, I, I just got to toss this out to you. DJ won the event. Looked like he was putting almost like Ray Charles at certain points, Pearl. He looked so uncomfortable over the putter. Only one by two. Remains world number one. His last how, – how's this sound? These are his last eight events around the world. He's got a win, a second, a win, a sixth, a second, a win, a T11th, and a win. Well, I, I made the prediction that this is my one of my guys this year. I mean, to me, I just think the guy might be unstoppable. You know, assuming that he's got all the other ducks in a row, the life ducks in a row, uh, his game is absolutely phenomenal. So I'm not sure who's, who or what's going to stop him. And he's obviously playing with a boatload of confidence if your putting's off and you're still winning tournaments. It's, uh, it could be the year of DJ. And personally, I'm a fan. I mean, he's had his demons like the rest of us, uh, but he's pulling it together. And uh, he's, plus, he's fun to watch. Oh, my gosh, Pearl. Rory McIlroy said he has the best mental approach he's ever seen of any athlete not just a golfer, where literally, Pearl, the things that happen to him, it's like water rolling off a duck's back. He just is like, okay, next, okay, next, okay, next. And it's really, really remarkable. And what I want to say, Pearl, is we're watching Hall of Fame sort of stuff, okay? 24 wins now in the PGA Tour. He's got his two majors, which is very important for the Hall of Fame classification. But, John, if we take it a step further, we're talking about maybe one of the top, what, 15 players ever to play the game? You know, I'm not good at those numbers and stuff, but I'm just agreeing with you right now. Uh, kind of unstoppable. And where does he rank? I don't know. That would be a good one for you and Brandel Chambly to – the bat around someday. Uh, it's got to be uh, near the top uh, f- for sure. 
And I'm just excited, too, to see what's going to happen the rest of this year. And he's got to be so fired up. I don't know how fired up he gets, but he's got to get fired up, be fired up to go play Augusta after he won last time and he's so hot right now. And that's just around the corner. Well, and here's the other thing we ought to think about, because when you look back at the 20-plus the years that Tiger dominated the PGA Tour Pearl, what his dominance did to other players, right? You start looking at what Tony Finau and um, Xander Shoffley are, are dealing with. You know, when you get this dominant force, you run into a lot of seconds, a lot of you make a lot of money without winning any events. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those are two of the fun guys to watch as well. But as much as I like uh, Finau and Shoffley, uh, at least in my eye right now, they don't really stack up to, uh, to DJ. No, they really don't. Well, Pearl, that's going to wrap up the front nine. Uh, folks, come back. Pearl and I are going to be on the back nine. We're going to break down the Phoenix Open, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, and a few other things. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, this is my buddy Joe Sheezer, and he's with USA Mortgage. Good morning, Jay. How you doing today? Great, Joe. Thanks Good. so much for the support. Uh, we really enjoy it. Thank you. We look forward to the show every Sunday morning. We love all the information and all the great tips, and we all sit around the uh, radio on in the morning. <laughs> I'd love to listen to your show. It's like the good old days, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I get the wife and the kids and the dog, and we wait for Whack and Chase to come on. It's our favorite part of the show. Which one are you? Are you Whack or Chase? Oh, no, I'm Whack because whack? I'll hit it, and then because Pearlie's also a caddy, he's got to go chase it. Which he's, he's the chaser. He's, yeah, he's got the worst end of the stick there. <laughs> well, we really enjoy it, and thank you so much for having us on the show. You're great. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Have you met your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach? He proudly serves families and businesses in the St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and the entire metropolitan area, and is ready to review your existing policies to provide a no-obligation quote today. Call Ed Fogelbach at the Fogelbach Agency, 314-398-0101, or stop in today and get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314 314- Three nine eight zero one zero one. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. I want to tell you about a strength training fitness program that helped me and that can help you. It's called 20 Minutes to Fitness. They have two locations, one in Clayton and one in Chesterfield. Every time you go to the gym with 20 Minutes to Fitness, you work with a professional trainer. They take you through specific machines and with specific exercises that are designed to help your golf game. We're talking about strength, flexibility, and those two components are huge to help you improve your game. Visit 20MinutesToFitness.com. Your first session is absolutely free. Get off the couch and get in shape. 
Hey, this is Meet, and if you're not aware, the Four Seasons Hotel in downtown St. Louis has two customized Top Golf Swing Suites. That's right, they've got two of them. You can call them right now, book your tee time on the Top Golf Simulator, and play one of the world's top ranked courses. Call them now, 314 881 2023. Call and ask for Laura Castingue. That's 314 881 2023. Wilson Pools Plus has been beautifying homes in the metro St. Louis area for over 30 years. They're a family-owned, full-service pool company. Whether you want to add a pool, landscaping, patios, or just have them service your existing pools, Wilson Pools Plus can handle any job. You can reach them at 314-421-1301, or if you're calling from the east side, 618 618- 632-2386. You can also check them out on the web at wilsonpoolsplus.com. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Brad Barnes is pushing and pulling knobs over here in the ESPN studio, and Pearly is sunbathing out in Arizona. Okay, good, Pearl. Uh, you're still there. Um, we are going to the back nine. The back nine is brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmer. I just got off the phone today with Ed Fogelbach. He is a terrific person. He is helping me with some insurance products uh, for what I've got going on. So call him at 314-398-0101. He will customize this for you and do a great job. All right, Pearl, Phoenix Open. You get this. You get the stage here first, Pearl. Open this thing up. What was your favorite part of the Phoenix Open this week? Well, part of it is was the weather and how ready they were. Uh, I think they said they let five thousand people in. That that may have been five thousand into each gate. You know, Jay, you and I have talked about this before, and you got to respect the Thunderbirds uh, that, that run the, uh, the the Phoenix Open. The guys are just phenomenal. For them to put everything kind of up and make it make it as special as they can make it was was fantastic. Condition of the golf course, and it was just uh, chamber of commerce weather, as they say. I love that there's just so many guys that were just firing at it and making birdies. And that class is so that course is so classic that way that you know here you got who's gonna nobody knows who's gonna win with six holes to go, and I'm not sure how many people picked uh, Kepka at that point. There's a lot of other names, and all of a sudden he he almost semi runs away with it. It was crazy. Yeah, no, it was really great. I got to tell you what. So I was glad to see Kepka win. We've got to talk about that wedge shot he hit on 17. But before that, John, it was great to see Jordan Spieth back in the mix. You know, it's so interesting, isn't it? But he was everywhere, wasn't he? And <laughs> you know, but I contend that even when he was his years ago, whatever it was, three, four, five years ago now, when he was just kind of going crazy and winning things, he still would hit wayward shots. I can remember British Opens and stuff. He was all over the place. I think that's kind of in his game. I think the key was that putter seemed to warm up a little bit for him. Oh, my gosh. And, Pearl, one of the things that, that – and I, 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 I will wager that you would agree with me on this. When you see great putters consistently leaving the ball short, like we saw Jordan on Sunday, that's nerves, Pearl. Uh, well, whether I wasn't a great putter or a great player, but I know when the pressure was on and, and when I did have my problems, I'd swear to gosh that I hit a, a great putt and that thing would never get to the hole. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think it's absolutely nerves. You just don't quite have – you're not referencing it as the dynamic. 
we'll call it kind of the swinging of the of the putter head. We're just kind of cutting it off, and man, it doesn't take much for that thing to come up a couple inches short, and then you start uh, uh, gunning it to make sure you get it there, and then you're not going to hold your line. Yeah, it's a vicious, brutal circle you know pearl one of the things we got to mention this this guy's going to be on the show in probably a month or so steve stricker 53 years old made a bid to be the oldest player in pga tour history to win an event he wound up finishing t4 at 17 under he's so 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 solid positive and just you know i don't know him I know you do. Uh, it just seems like a great guy and just kind of going about doing his business. A good, uh, a good uh, Wisconsin kid, and uh, it's always fun to watch him uh, do his thing. And, you know, I noticed a couple times, too, because he played with some guys that are really moving the ball out there. He wasn't daunted by that. He just kind of did his thing, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, he hit some stellar iron shots. He was hitting first a lot, <laughs> but he hit some some great iron shots. And, Pearl, he's been one of the best putters in the game for, oh, it's as long as he's been on tour. Absolutely. And, you know, he's got a, 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 really a unique swing in many factors. And even the putting um, is a little bit uh, different than you would just generally teach. But he's been known to be that guy. And I know other guys reference him and go to him when they're having troubles with their putting games. Uh, it's great to see it. I hope he keeps on going. Well, he's Ryder Cup captain, right, Jay, or President Cup? Absolutely, no, Ryder Cup. Right? He was President's Cup yeah. captain last time. Yeah, Ryder Cup captain, and uh, or he's been President's Cup captain before. Sorry, Tiger was last time. So, yeah, and it's going to be in Wisconsin in September, two weeks after oh, the Ascension oh, oh, Charity oh, oh. Classic. It will oh, be gosh. crazy. Hopefully COVID will be yeah. completely cleaned out by then, Pearl. It will be crazy. It's going to be fantastic, and what a great place for him to go back. And i got to believe he's going to get Jerry Kelly as a, one of his assistant coaches, I'm assuming. Oh, another cheesehead. Absolutely. Kelly will yeah. be there, and um, it'll be it'll be so fun. And what I thought we'd do is we get this interview with, with Strick, and we play it right away, and then the week before the Ryder Cup, we'll play it again because I, 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 can't, I can't wait to hear what he's got to say. Love it. Absolutely love it. All right, so Pearl, a couple other things. I thought this was a fascinating story. Obviously, the Super Bowl played out this last Sunday. And TB12, meet, close your ears. The Kansas, my Kansas City boys in mourning over here. But TB12 getting his seventh Super Bowl title. Um, I got a story that I came across. It was just fantastic. The match... The very first match, it was Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson versus Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods at the Medalist. And I don't know if you'll recall the weather, Pearl. Well, first of all, let's do this. Michelob Ultra had an unbelievable presence there on the hole-in-one hole that nearly paid off where Brady, I think Brady or Peyton, one of the amateurs hit it like a foot from the hole. But... Um, uh, it was a rainy day, and it was a lousy day. They did a really kind of a cool thing for Charles Barkley that if Charles made five for four on yeah. the 18th hole, they were going to give another, I don't know, how many millions to charities, which, of course, Charles didn't do. But so, John, everybody – well, not everybody, but, I mean, well, everybody that was invited there shows up, right? So it's it's Brady and it's Peyton. It's Tiger and Phil. There's a couple caddies. JT is doing the uh, on-course commentary uh, for TNT, and um, uh, everybody's kind of just kind of mulling around a little bit, and they look over, and someone's doing these wild sprinting exercises through down in the mist, in the rain, in the parking lot, and Charles looks over and sees it's Brady, and everybody else is kind of, you know, 
trying to figure out if we going to be able to play. Is this going to go on? And, and TB's doing some some sprinting and some stretching exercises. And Charles says, "Yo, Tom, what in the hell are you doing?" He says, "Chuck, I'm trying to win another Super Bowl." <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my That's gosh, awesome. just crazy. And that was in when was the match? Was that May, Pearl? Yeah, I think it was, it was. Yeah, yeah, something, something early on in there. It was one of those first things that we could watch some level of a sport on TV, and uh, it, and it was a lot of fun. Well, my my comment on my quick comment on the whole uh, Super Bowl, pretty much, I think any guy over fifty, certainly anybody over sixty, even if they don't like Brady, wanted Brady because it gives us hope that there's there's more life left in us. Absolutely, yeah. It, it looked like it, it looks like it was in uh, May twenty fourth, and uh, they raised twenty five over twenty five million dollars for golf. Yeah, that's. Uh, I agree with you, man. I, there's something about what he he steps on that field, and everybody's water level on that team goes up, doesn't it? Well, he's solid. As a defender, you, you sit there and go like, I know if I make a mistake, the guy's going to absolutely burn me. And uh, and it was solid across the board. It it was quite the. I I just wanted to see a great game. And it was unfortunate that uh, Kansas City fell behind, but uh, it, it's hard not to be impressed with uh, him and and the way his team rallied. And you talk about ha- being having a presence. He just goes down to Tampa, and all of a sudden, you know, the seas part, and uh, off they go. And he's pretty adamant that he wants to keep on going, which that's a time for, uh, topic for another show. But he's still a young man. What else is he going to get that much excitement in? So I say keep on going, baby. Keep on going. And he never hardly even gets hit. He's not going to get hurt. (laughs) Meets quiet over here. Well, as a person that admires, you know, other games and just as a sportsman, I, I just marvel at the way that he's able to do what he needs, what he wants to do when he needs it the most, John. And that is not easy to yeah. do. That is the number one thing that I take away whenever I watch him. You know, he's lost games. He's lost Super Bowls. But, boy, he's he elevates when he needs it the most. Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, the game has slowed down for him, right, the way he sees it. He's not all hyped up. He's not all wild-eyed. He just reads the stuff, and that's what uh, Mahomes was talking about. That was obvious about him. I think even it was before the game, maybe even they talked about it. And there's such an advantage. You and I talked about that on the golf course. Uh, you know, if you can just kind of keep that, that, not just a calm demeanor, but almost see things slower, like a like a, a batter sees the ball, you know, and the, and the the spin on the ball and everything, and sees it so well. He sees the field and the whole game so well that that is a monster. Um, advantage over everybody else monster oh there's no doubt about it pearl a few uh, a few times where i've had that they call it the zone and things like that it is um, remarkable how time slows and your brain just adapts to this and you oh my gosh i the the time that i shot 61 in memphis i was like i, I feel like i've been out here for like three or four minutes you know and the, yeah. the round's over and all this stuff happened oh gosh i i Tried to bottle that, but I don't think I ever got back to it. <laughs> well, not too many people bottle it, but it looks like Brady's got a pretty good handle on it, uh, a little bit more than most of us. Yeah, and if you ask him, he says the number one thing that helps him get there is preparation. What a surprise. Yeah. Okay, we got to quit, quit talking about this because my board operator is about ready to walk out the door. And that's going to wrap up the uh, back nine for us. Uh, so don't go anyplace. We've got an episode of Whack and Chase coming up on the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. 
This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, everybody. It's Vince Gill. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, this is Jay Delsing. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, you've got to call my buddy Colin Burnt over at the Dean Team of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. I have a 16-year-old daughter. We bought her a car last year, and these guys have taken great care of us. We bought a used Volkswagen. We just added service last week, and things are going great. If you need any kind of vehicle, call Colin at 314-966-0303. And I just got a text from Colin that said if you mention the Golf with Jay Delsing show, he'll take an additional $500 off of any purchase. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In Kansas City, contact Nick Turner at Consumer Service Company. The phone number is 913-541-0438. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I want to give a huge shout-out and thank you to Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring my show, Golf with Jay Delsing. When you join out at Whitmore, there's 90 holes of golf. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville, and the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, large pool complex, tennis. Man, they've just got great family-oriented stuff. And if you get over there, you got to go in the golf shop, and you have to say hello to my friend Bummer. Bummer is just a delightful guy that would love to help you and your family with your golf game. He and his staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events are available all year long. If your family is looking for a place where you can hang out, have fun, enjoy good food, golf, sports, just a family-friendly atmosphere, you got to go to Whitmore Country Club. You can reach them at 636-926-9622. Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic. When things come out of left field, having a game plan makes all the difference. Luckily, Farmers Insurance has been helping people cover their bases for more than 90 years, and they can help you too. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach today to see if you have the coverage you want for whatever curveballs may come your way. Call 314-398-0101. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. 
Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Got Pearly with me. Brad Barnes has taken nice care of us here in the ESPN studios, and we're headed to the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. Man, grab an Ultra Pearly. We got an episode of Whack and Chase. When it comes to your golf game, do you need help from the experts? We're still looking for those experts, but until then, John and Jay will have to do. It's time for Whack and Chase on Golf with Jay Delsing. John, Jay, I know it's been a tough morning. You guys have time to help somebody out, though? Uh, we always have time for somebody. All right. Absolutely. I've got a guy for you. Brian is live with us. It's Whack and Chase, and Brian is live now. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Very good, very good. How are you guys? Good morning, Brian. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Where are you calling from? Effingham, Illinois. Effingham, Brian, Illinois. Why are we so big in Effingham? We are big in Effingham, <laughs> aren't we? Well, we appreciate the call, Brian. Hey, tell us a little bit about what you're calling about, Brian. Where can Jay help you with uh, with your game? And then after that, tell us a little bit about your game. Well, I think the the thing I'm looking for right now is, you know, we're hitting the winter now, and I live in a very cold state, not going to be able to play a whole lot of golf. I've made a lot of improvements this year. Um, I've dropped down to where I'm consistently playing in the 80s, but I'm looking on how this winter I can continue my progress and get past that. So what can I do in the winter at home in the cold that can keep my golf game improving rather than having that regression where I'm going to have to start over in the spring again. That's perfect. We've had that question a couple times. It's a great question. We're glad people are passionate about the game when they're away from the game. If you don't mind, tell us a little bit more about, you, you said where you're at with the uh, with your score, uh, how many years you've been playing, that kind of stuff. Uh, consistently playing uh, for the last three years. Uh, I always golfed a little bit in high school, but I never really took it serious. Uh, picked up a set of golf clubs about three years ago and been playing ever since, uh, constantly trying to improve the game uh, to – very little success to some moderate success, but uh, nowhere near where I want to be. And I'm, I'm really trying to get to where I would love to to be a one or two. And right now, I'm I'm probably anywhere from an eight to a twelve. So 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 what's 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 bringing you back? Hey, all hang the on time? a second. Yeah. Hang on a second, yeah. Brian. You picked up this game three years ago, and you're an eight or a ten right now. Wow, that's fantastic! That is just fantastic. So, what's what's bringing you back? What when you think of golf? What what excites you about the game? What brings you back time and time again? I think I think the biggest thing is no matter how hard, no matter how much you try, you're never going to figure this game out. And I think that's what always keeps bringing me back. <laughs> we're, we're all nuts. We're all nuts. Are he's we sadistic. Brian? So he's sadistic. Yeah, we even start exactly. with that. Exactly. We are crazy. We suffer from the same affliction. Hey, um, Brian, is there anything that you've done in the past? I know you haven't played. You don't have a long, long history. But is there anything you've done in the past to try to make it so that the springtime isn't so rough on you? Not not really. Like the last couple, this was the very first year where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of being average this year. I'm going to put everything into it. I'm going to watch training videos. I'm going to, I'm going to download all the apps. I'm going to buy stupid things on Amazon that are going to improve your game. And right on. How about so equipment, Brian? How about equipment, Brian? Are you burning cash? You burning Washington's on equipment too? You buying a game? 
Wait a minute, yeah. Washington's? What, what are they yeah. called? Washington those are, those are $1. Okay, what's the hell? What's that? This guy. Oh, my gosh. What's $100? What's that $100, Big Spender? How about Benjamin Franklin? That's what I meant. Benjamin Franklin. Lord Brian. Well, Washington's, that would be used golf balls. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, so... So, so that's that's where he's at with with that part of the game. He hasn't he hasn't worked. What part of the game do you think you need to work on the most? Is it short game? Is it driver? What's the what's the part that would help you enjoy the game better and and really improve improve your scores? If if I could figure out chipping, I would be extremely ecstatic with my game. But that is by far the weakest part. You know, it's amazing, Jay. We go out and we buy a game with the equipment and all that kind of stuff. And a guy that really wants to approve, and I appreciate where Brian's coming from. We've heard this a couple different times. It's within that 50 yards, isn't there's it? No, there's no doubt. Brian, it is amazing how, you know, TV doesn't, all of the fixes and all of the golf channels and everything, they just don't really tell it like it is. Because it ain't sexy. It's not sexy. <laughs> it's not really too anything we males like to do that much because it's it's small little motions. It's not real powerful. But what's what's interesting is your game will will show it uh, immediately when you get proficient around the greens. And what what happens is you wind up starting hitting the ball so much better because you think, well, hell, I can miss a green and still make a par. Absolutely. And you know, so you're not putting as much heat on your iron game. So. When it comes to chipping, and, we, and so I'm going to define a chip, Brian, of anything within, say, five yards of the edge of the green, and nothing that's right. going to have to be hit up in the air too, too high, okay? Keeping it right. simple, keeping it simple, real basic and squared up. Right. So what, what, we're, what we need to do, you need, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to soften everything as much as you can. You need to soften your hands. You need to let your wrist flex. Most people try to play all these shots, Pearl, with their wrists so tight yeah. because of the golf channel and what they've read in all these golf publications. You watch the guys that make a living doing this. Their hands, they, they, they don't look like a windshield wiper blade, but they certainly aren't, you know, look like they're made out of steel either. They are flexing, and that club is swinging. That club head has to be swinging, and your hands have to stay soft. Brian, imagine Michael Jordan when he, or LeBron James when they're shooting free throws and how soft they're holding that ball. The reason being is that's where you garner more feel. You will get more feel the softer you are. You white-knuckle that thing, and you have no feel whatsoever. And then you throw a little anxiety on top of it, and you're going to get a fat or a skull almost every time. So kind what, of anxiety. Yeah. So what we need to do is let's take a let's take your middle wedge. You, if you have three wedges, take your middle of your wedges. Get the ball slightly back in your stance. Your hands slightly forward. Make a backswing of maybe I don't know a couple of feet long, and make a through swing a couple of feet long, and the ball just gets hit in the middle of it. It doesn't get hit at. The club head gets swung. So the club head, Brian, this is really important. On your backswing, the club head leads itself out of there. The club head has to be swung to give it momentum and energy. And then it has to be swung on through to get the ball up in the air and to do the things that you need it to do. I love what Jay's saying. And the other thing is, it's contrary to what you see on TV is all the time, is I think Jay would agree, fairly squared up stance. We don't need to be wide open, nope. laying open the club right. face, all that garbage. I can remember caddying for Jay in tour school when he was struggling with his short game. 
And one thing we agreed before the tournament even started, we said we're not going to hit a bunch of floppy, uh, exciting, challenging shots. We're going to go square to square, square stance, square feet, knees, body, yep. square face. Just that, try to hit these basic th- That's going to be good shots. enough. And then after you do that and you really plugged into that, then you can start getting a little bit fancier. But get away from all that open face, Phil Mickelson flop stuff. That's for down the road. Just get basic and hit solid chips, and it will really help your game. And what I want you to do, Brian, once you start hitting those well, you can do those out in your backyard. It could be colder than hell, but you can still do that in your backyard. Then substitute that middle wedge and get your 60 in there. That ball will automatically go several degrees higher and land softer. Then take your pitching wedge out there, and we've got three new shots, and you didn't have to vary much at all other than we want to keep the ball position the same, want to keep the hand position the same, and make this little two-foot backswing with the head leading out, the head leads on through, and then the head leads over to the left. You make a slight little pivot, and that's it. And in order to feel what that feels, to get the sense of what that feels like, Brian, stick the butt end of your wedge in your belt and make that little two-foot swing in the back and then go through together. We want your body going together slowly and together. We don't want any separation from your upper and lower body. No dynamic like a full swing. So, Jay, make Brian feel a little bit better. What's the worst pitch you've ever seen a top player on tour do? What's the worst result from a round of green that you've seen? Oh, my gosh. I saw Mike Sullivan hit one backwards. <laughs> he was. I think Phil Mickelson do that too. Yeah. It was on purpose. I yeah, guess, so. and, and, and listen, I, I don't need to throw my fellow pros under the bus. Some of the ones that I've hit are embarrassing. I mean, I wanted to look over at my bag and take my name off my bag, Brian. And some of the ones that I hit, because you know this game does that to you. But but um, don't get discouraged and and get that out in your backyard. Six or eight balls with each one of those little wedges, it'll turn your whole world around. This this guy's not going to get discouraged. We've already already heard from him. He's passionate. He wants to move forward. Right on. Moving forward is with the, with the short game, and so work on the short game. And you could, I love what Jay said. Even this time of year, when it, anytime it gets above freezing, you can go in the backyard and hit some pitches and chips and get a feel for that. So how do you, how do you conclude this, Jay? So, Brian, the way that we end Whack and Chase is if this helps you, and we really truly hope it helps you, just tell everybody you know, call the paper, send us emails, tell everybody that John and Jay and Whack and Chase are great. And if you keep hitting those skulls and those fat ones, you got to tell them we never met. <laughs> That's a deal. Thanks, Thanks so th- much for calling, Thanks Brian. Thanks for the call, Brian. Have a great day. Uh, you too. All right, Pearl. These wagon chases are really fun. This is a guy you could tell really, really uh, got took a took his golf game to a different level this year and wanted some help over the winter. Uh, the, the the episodes are a lot of fun, and I, I like that we do respect ultimately what they're after and trying to get better at their game, but it's fun uh, bantering things back and forth. But you do a great job helping these folks. Oh, well, well I hope I hope we help them. Uh, you know what, Pearl, you know, the way we sign off on those whacking chasers, uh, they haven't been telling me that we're helping them, that's for sure. Maybe they're not getting any better. <laughs> no, it's really uh, a fun thing. I, I, hope, I hope we can get, um, get more people involved. Well, um, I want to give a shout-out to my friends Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing. You need anything for your home, inside, outside. They do it safely. They do it professionally. Call them at 314-805-2132. You know, that's going to wrap up another show. Um, Pearl, I hope you don't get too bad of sunburn out there in uh, uh, Arizona. This week, uh, we're looking at like 
minus temperatures. Me and I can't even go outside, so we don't have any sort of sympathy for you. That's okay. There's another great tournament on TV, and you can enjoy that. And uh, I'll be back in the uh, frigid uh, north for about two days before I head back here before too long. So I'll see you. Oh, how do I even close? All right. Well, that's going to wrap up another show. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.